Hey all Jason Engelman here, CEO of Freaky Fast, Home Buyers and Investments. And you are listening to our new podcast, Brick by Brick, Building Generational Wealth Through Single Family Homes. And uh, first of all, Happy New Year to you. This is our first podcast in the new year. I've uh, been traveling a little bit and just kind of getting back into the day-to-day operations of everything over the last couple weeks and already i mean january has just flown by and we are now entering you know february in the next couple of days and uh, it's just amazing i feel like the older you get the faster time just speeds up now i'm 34 years old so for someone who's probably in their 60s or 70s they're like oh you have no idea but it just feels like it just goes by so quick. And I guess that's a good thing in some ways. This episode is sponsored by Retrocurrent Marketing. The world is quickly moving to a content-dominated society. And if you aren't taking full advantage of social media and video, then you're being left behind. Retrocurrent has industry-leading professionals to help you show off how amazing you are. From real estate professionals to music artists, there is no one that can't grow. The name says it all, Current Marketing in a Retro Way. Get in contact by visiting their website at retrocurrentmarketing.com. You know, one one thing that I have started doing, I I remember uh, telling somebody last year uh, in December, I was like, you know, this year feels like it's been four years wrapped up in one, and uh, started reading a uh, article uh, from an investor, uh, business guy, CEO, and he was saying, you know, all successful business owners, they don't look at uh, their yearly goals as 365, but they look at them at 90-day goals. And the reason is, you know, they they have four years wrapped up in one. It's like, ah, oh, that makes so much sense. Why it seems like it's been four years in one, because we, we did have our 90-day goals, and we had different uh, highs and lows throughout those 90 days. And, and so as we go into 2024, really trying to master that. Um, I think it's interesting as you really plan for the new year, as you plan for your business, or maybe it's for your investments, uh, and you know, uh, maybe you sit down with your wife or your kids, and you're like, "Hey, here's our family uh, portfolio. This is what we're investing in. Uh, here's you know what we maybe like to invest in. Here's maybe some options uh, once these deals close out, or maybe we sell these houses. You know, and we're going to have this amount of cash. What's our plan? How do you want to invest that? And and build that out over a four month, or excuse me, a um, a full year, but break it down into uh, four different uh, groups uh, for the four quarters. And I, I think there's a lot of just wisdom in that. And for me, I'm not trying to say, hey, look at me, this is what we've done, and a huge success, and you know, you model us. What I'm saying is I've learned to do this, and, and I haven't perfected it by any stretch of the imagination, um, but we're implementing that, that wisdom into how we plan and how we build, and, and that way we have ways to grow and, and really um, uh, be able to measure that. I think that's maybe one of the most important things is is measuring your your growth, measuring uh, you know just all the data that you have, you know the KPIs, you know giving you good insight of where you're at as a business, and 
one thing that I've always said when I speak to uh, investors at conferences, know your numbers. And I'm usually referring to knowing your numbers when you buy a house. Um, how much is it going to take to rehab it? Um, how much do you think you're going to be able to sell for? Um, building in your uh, holding cost uh, based off of how long you own that property and all the expenses you're going to have to pay because you own that property, whether that's taxes, utilities, uh, insurance, and so forth. And you know when you sell it, realtors fees. So if you know those numbers and then you know what profit you want to make it's going to give you a really good understanding of the offer that you should make on that property before you ever buy it so many investors get in trouble because they they don't know their numbers and the same thing could be said for business owners and what's interesting to me is how quickly we forget things we we run at 100 miles a minute and and we forget practical wisdom or practical steps in our day-to-day operations from a from a business or or even like a relationship you know like as a husband i know that i should spend time with my wife maybe buy her flowers occasionally or often you know uh, take her out to dinner spend time with her uh, maybe write her a note and it's funny though when we get caught up in in just life that we forget to do things that we know we should do and the same thing could be said in business. We maybe cut corners or we, we skip uh, uh, steps in the process that at the end will hurt us and affect us. And, and so as we are going into 2024, now we've already at the first month end of the first quarter, I strongly suggest that as, as anybody – uh, whether you're an investor, whether you're a business owner, maybe you're a college student, maybe you're, um, you know, an entrepreneur wanting to start a business, or you know, maybe you have uh, relationship goals. Break them down into into quarters and really give you good uh, metrics on where you're at. And it's okay if you don't hit those goals, but at least you have those goals, and then you can go back and say, okay, I didn't hit them. I wonder why, and, and you start breaking down, you know the metrics of what you were able to accomplish and what hindered you from maybe hitting those goals. Or maybe if you exceeded them, what was it about your processes that helped you exceed those goals? And maybe if you account for that going into the second quarter, you can maybe increase your goals. And and then by focusing on the, the metrics that uh, helps you uh, exceed in the first quarter, if you maybe focus on those maybe a little bit more in the second quarter, it may help you be able to extend your goals and exceed those in quarter two. And so it's this learning process. And I don't care how, how successful you are. I don't care how old you are and how long you've been doing this. It's something that I think we're always learning and always growing. And and I, I've been trying to remind myself of that is, hey, look, Jason, you haven't learned everything. It's okay to swallow pride and ask questions. It's okay to admit when you've made mistakes and, and make those right. It's okay when maybe you overpaid on a rehab and it's because you skipped a process. You made that mistake, learn from it, now fix it. Um, maybe my cash conversion cycle was way off and I, I've had this property on the market a lot longer than what I anticipated. So now my profit margins have dipped because, or and have uh, decreased because of the length of time on um, that I've had to pay extra for those holding costs. You know, you start implementing all these different things, and it's like, oh man, I made mistakes. It's okay, admit it, learn from it, and, and grow. 
And as investors, I think, I think that's so important. So at the end of the day, I know it seems like maybe I'm rambling, but I'm trying to draw this picture. And my advice from an investment standpoint is, do you have your goals? I think so many investors give it to their financial advisor and they allow their financial advisor to build out a plan for them. But by doing that, there's a good chance you're leaving a lot of money on the table. I was reading an article the other day from the Wall Street Journal about how investors who are capitalizing with funds out of their IRA and 401k and alternative investments are actually doing better than investors who are leaving those uh, funds, maybe just in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and so forth. And they're just letting them sit instead of moving them out, putting them in a new deal, and then cycling through that deal and putting those into more funds. They're, they're actually losing money by, doing, uh, by not uh, moving those funds around. And it made me think, I, how many investors are not y- utilizing their, their 401ks and their self-directed IRAs? A lot of people don't even have funds in self-directed IRAs. They have them in their traditional uh, um, IRAs and their, and their Ross, but they're not really able to manage it because they don't have their money with a custodian like a Quest Trust or like a New View or like an Equity Trust or a Cama Plan um, where these companies allow you to self-direct your money in your 401ks and IRAs into investments that you want to put that money to and allow you to manage those and oversee those investments and allow you to build and grow. So many investors don't even know that those options are out there. So as you begin to learn, as you begin to study and collect this information, you're like, oh, wow, you know what? I need to sit down and remap my goals and, and see maybe if I take a little bit of this money out of you know, uh, IRA or traditional 401k that I have with this group and I have a financial advisor you know, just putting it in stocks and making 6 8 10% on it, maybe I could just transfer those funds over to a self-directed and be able to invest it in a real estate project or an oil and gas project or a private equity opportunity and be able to see huge growth that I wouldn't normally see by leaving it in the stocks. There's so many options like that. The question is, are you planning? Are you preparing? Are you studying and getting better? Are you going to these investment conferences? For some of you, uh, maybe you're an investor of mine, and you're already doing all this, and, and that's great. Uh, and, and, and to you, this is, this is nothing new. It's, it's amazing just to see the different investors and where they're at in their timeline of investing, whether they're beginning, or maybe they've been doing it for years, but They've just gotten accustomed to financial advisors doing it for them. If they haven't gone or grown to the next step of uh, implementing more on their own and increasing and building that wealth. And then for some, they've been going to these different meetings and they've got these different RIAs that they're in. And, and so they've learned all these and, and now they're trying to take their wealth and get to maybe even the next level, like a family office uh, for their for their family. Just don't stop growing. Don't stop moving. Don't stop progressing and moving forward. Um, There's so many obstacles that you're going to run into that's going to make you want to stop, make you want to quit, discourage you. Just don't stop. Prepare, study, uh, build out your plans, your goals, and and really try to implement them as, as, as much as possible. 
And I think you'll see great success. Um, sometimes I think failures are the keys to success. And failures are painful, so it doesn't feel like it at the time, but I think once you get past it and you start hitting those levels of success, you can look back and be like, man, those failures really helped me. And uh, I think that's really important to remember in this season when you seem to be failing at every move that uh, you make. Just some thoughts. Nothing like incredibly structured. Uh, this podcast wasn't scripted or outlined of what steps I want to hit. Just more of some thoughts that I have that I'm implementing right now. And I'm examining myself to see what do I need to do better as a leader of my company, as a leader of my family. And, and again, sometimes when you look at the numbers, uh, you look at the processes and you just kind of like swallow. You're like, Oof. Uh, I didn't do as good as I thought or man I made a mistake here it's okay just learn from it improve get better and and just never stop never stop growing so many people quit five minutes before that success they quit just a little too soon and uh, the way around that is is just keep on moving Uh, as Dory said keep on swimming what do we do when we're grumpy we keep on swimming well what do we do when we're struggling you just keep on moving keep on going and, and you'll get out. Just like you're in that rut, like your car gets stuck in the rut. If you just keep hitting the gas, you just make that rut bigger. But if you hit the gas and then kick it in reverse and hit the gas, and then you kick it in, in, in drive and reverse, drive and reverse, you eventually gain enough traction to get out. And I think that's what we have to do sometimes. Maybe you take a quick step back and then you kick it back forward and then you take a step back and you kick it back forward. Just get that traction to get out of that rut and to keep on moving. Don't stop. Don't quit. Anyways, I uh, hope just some of those thoughts uh, maybe spark an idea in your mind or maybe help remind you of something that maybe you stopped doing that you can implement back into your processes to help you become better in 2024. You've been listening to Jason Engelman on the podcast, Brick by Brick, Building Wealth through single-family homes. Have a great day.